Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Want to make your own podcast? Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super easy podcast and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. No matter what your setup is like, you can totally start creating today. Then they distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads, podcast subscriptions, and it's free. No catch at all. One of my favorite things is it offers video podcasts, which no other platform does at the moment. So I recommend you give it a try. Download Spotify for Podcasters app or just go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. One surprising thing that I hear a lot of is that women want to get sober for 30 days and just try it out and see what it's like. Maybe get rid of some weight, maybe look and feel better and just see what it's like. So I created a 30 day exact blueprint of what I did to get sober and stay sober just for you. It's guided by me self-paced by you so you can take it as much or as little as you want. And there are 30 lessons in there plus bonuses on moderation, on what to expect, on how to kill a craving. And you're also going to get calming techniques, yoga poses, tons of self-care, and we even make mocktails together. It is a blast and you're going to come out feeling like a million bucks. Whether you choose to stay sober or drink a little bit more thoughtfully, totally up to you. I'm not judging here at all. You can go to vibewithstephanie.com slash glow up. You have a community waiting for you and your free journal to go with your glow up. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Let's talk about the nine reasons you are not staying sober. I know you're probably wondering, man, I keep trying to get sober. I tried to stay sober last week and it, and I failed and you're probably beating yourself up about it. I don't want you to do that, but I do want to offer some clarity. So here are nine reasons that you're not staying sober, and these are in no particular order. One of these is you don't want to get sober. Could that be? Could it be that maybe somebody told you they want you to get sober, they think you should get sober, maybe give it a rest, give it a break, but you don't want to. And there can be a million different reasons why you don't want to. There could be fear. There could be FOMO. There could be fear. <laughs> I think it, it usually comes down to fear, maybe fear of failure or fear of success. What happens if you do quit? Are you going to be one of those boring sober people now? So that's my number one is you may not want to. Number two, maybe you're not taking it seriously. Maybe you think it was going to be easier than it is. Maybe you're like, oh yeah, I'll get sober. No big deal. Watch this. And then you fall on your butt because it's not as easy as that. Even if you're not a full-blown alcoholic. Even if you just drink on Friday nights, cutting out that habit can be harder 
than you think. And if you don't take it seriously and have a plan and know what to expect, then you're probably going to fall on your butt again and therefore not stay sober. Number three, denial. This is a big one. Most of us think for so long that there is no problem. It's not that bad, so we don't have to fix it. And then therefore we don't take it seriously. So denial. You may think, well, I only binge drink on Saturday nights. Well, we're only supposed to have two glasses of wine like per sitting. So if you're binge drinking even once a week, it is definitely messing up your brain chemistry. Um, but it's probably causing you to have a little bit of denial. You probably look forward to that binge drinking session every week, all week long. Maybe that's your reward. So denying that you have a problem at all is going to keep you from actually getting sober. Refusing to get help. That is number four. I am in this same boat as you. When I knew that I had to get sober, I knew I wasn't going to go to AA. We all know that. But I also didn't want help because I was afraid somebody was going to say my pro I had to go to rehab. I had to go to AA or you know what I mean? I just didn't want help. I wanted to do it by myself. But I know now that doing it by yourself is next to impossible. You have to. I think I attribute the fact that I spoke out about my sobriety early on is probably one of the biggest reasons that have kept me sober. Talking about it, know that I'm know, knowing that I'm helping others. But in, but in other people's case, if you refuse outside help, it's going to be super hard to do it by yourself because you're just like trudging through uncharted territory. Uh, reason number five that you may not be staying sober is because you don't want the label. This one is so me all the way. Uh, rejecting the word alcoholic or alcoholism. Wanting no part of that, that word cringing me out so much caused me to probably keep drinking at least another maybe five, 10 years because I didn't want the label. And I had not heard of anybody quitting drinking without calling themselves a name or without the AA meetings and without the label. I just thought that's what you had to do in order to get sober. You had to become this person, this label, uh, this black sheep. And I didn't want that. So maybe. You are not getting sober because you don't want the label. But let me tell you, friend, there is a shift. There is a movement. You do not have to have the label in order to get sober. You can simply say, I don't want that poison in my body. I'm on a health journey. I don't drink. You don't have to have the label. Another reason you may not be getting sober is because you didn't do the work. There is some work involved and it is knowing what to expect. It is having a plan. You have to care about your sobriety more than you care about your ego, about your feelings. You have to care about your sobriety more than almost anything else. And that is spoken just from my heart there because there's so many things that can come and interfere and so many little things that pop up that could have caused me to drink. But I knew that my sobriety, if I, if I didn't get sober, my life was going to fall apart. And so I just knew that that was the most important thing. So you have to care about your sobriety more than you care about most things. And I think a lot of us, especially if you're just looking to quit for 30 days, your sobriety, you're not trying to make it the main focus of your life. You want to kind of do it on the DL, kind of do, just do it in passing, like kind of silently. But you need to know in the back of your mind that this is an extremely important decision 
and you got to care about it quite a bit. It can't just be something you're you're trying out really. You need to really put this as a main focus in order to be able to succeed because it's not easy. It's everywhere. And when you quit, you're going to see that. It's everywhere. So you need to know what to expect and have the tools to be able to handle any kind of thing that may come up in that 30 days if that's what you're looking to do is 30 days. I talked about fear earlier. So reason number, let's see, maybe seven is that you're paralyzed by fear. And that was me as well. That goes right around with that label that I didn't want. I was also very afraid of failure. And what happens if I tell everybody that I'm going to quit and then I fail? That's going to be embarrassing. Just Stephanie failing at another thing. You know, no, I did not want to fail, but I also kept myself up at night worried about succeeding. What was going to become who I have never spent time with myself sober. I didn't know who I was. I started drinking when I was 13. So I was worried like, am I, am I going to be funny, fun? Am I going to lose all my friends? Will I be invited anywhere? I just had no idea what to expect because I've never known myself before. So I was paralyzed by fear for years and years and years. And what would they think? And I remember, and I remember thinking hard about my post on Facebook, my very first post on Facebook. Not that I'm saying you ever have to come out and tell your Facebook. That's not what I mean. But for me, I knew I was going to be helping other women and I had to make a post and I thought, what are they going to think? And you know who I was thinking about when I thought of they, I was thinking about my old people that I went to elementary school, people that knew me back in my, in Georgia, I have not lived there in so long. Um, people, some of the moms that I had, some of my mom friends here, like I was thinking about they, and it's just think about when you're thinking about, uh, being paralyzed by fear, think about who they is to you and if they pay your bills and if they're going to take care of your family, if, if you get sick and can't take care of your family. Are they going to do that? No, they're not. So you worry about you and don't think about they. You go forward because this is your life. We only have one life to live and you don't want to do it for them. Uh, Another reason people don't stay sober is from boredom. You don't want to go out. You don't want to do anything. I, for one, was very scared to go out. I didn't trust myself. Um, So that's why I do coach my students to hunker down for the first 30 days, you do want to stay in a bubble and protect yourself, protect your sobriety. Because if you go out, you're probably, you know, 30 days is just barely enough time to get your sober legs going. And you don't want to tempt yourself or put yourself in a situation where you might drink and let yourself down again. So a lot of people fall into the trap of boredom. Like this sucks. What do I do now? So I've learned so many new things. Don't laugh, but I can bake bread now. I know how to rollerblade. I do crafts. I just made a Halloween wreath, even though it's August. (laughs) Um, Painting, crafts from the dollar store. I mean, listening to music, learning new yoga poses, learning how to meditate. I'm doing affirmations and writing in journals and like boredom will hit, but that's also a little voice of temptation. That's a little devil voice saying, okay, enough's enough. Take me out. Um, You don't want to fall. Don't fall prey to that. Oh, 
I've got plants. I got chickens. There's all kinds of things you can do to improve your life and let that boredom fade away. Cause I promise once you get past the first 30 days of all that temptation, the boredom does kind of go away. You, you get to know who you are. You're having fun again. You've got a purpose to live. You're doing, you're more productive than you've ever been in your whole life. Starting businesses and podcasts and Lord knows what you'll start when you're free from these chains of alcohol. So don't let boredom get you down because it's, it's temporary and you're going to find yourself having a lot more fun um, without it. And then my reason number nine, if I'm on track with my numbering is you're hiding it. So it's kind of hard to get sober if nobody knows you have a problem or if you've been hiding your drinking. And one thing I've heard a lot in my coaching is that women think that we're hiding it from our families, but we're not. Our kids know. Our husbands know. Maybe they're not saying anything anymore. Maybe they don't know how to talk to you about it. Maybe they're scared or maybe like in my case, when in this, I could be making this up, but I always felt like my son only knew me as wine mommy for five years. So he only knew me with a drink in my hand or smoking cigarettes or smelling like smoke and wine. So maybe he didn't know any different. And I didn't know any different about my mom for years and years and years. Even when she asked me to make her a vodka cranberry before I got on the school bus one morning. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know that that wasn't normal, but we do grow up and we do know. It's in my face now, right? She's gone. She passed away, cirrhosis of the liver, and she didn't hide it very well. But me being a little kid, I didn't really know what was going on. So they will know or they will find out. So you might as well um, stop hiding it. And just come clean at least with yourself. I'm not saying you have to go to them and do all these things, but maybe just come clean with yourself and acknowledge that you're probably not hiding it as well as the, you think you are. So just because, you know, I know it's hard to, to say I'm going to quit if nobody knows there's a problem, but they do know that there's a problem. I can assure you that you're not hiding it as well as you think you are. So those are my nine reasons. And I hope that maybe some something jumped out at you and you're like, oh, well, that's why I keep failing because of this, this, or this. And you know, you can respond to these and send me a message and let me know what you think of these podcasts. And if you, if this helped at all, or if any of the reasons resonated with you and maybe the reason you're not getting sober, but I'm here to support you. And you can always go check out, um, vibewithstephanie.com and you can get lots of more tips and support and information there. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Have you signed up for the Mindset Masterclass yet? I'm doing one every month. They are totally free. It is so much fun. And it's amazing to get to see the beliefs that we hang on to about alcohol. We are going to break through those beliefs and start with a fresh, clean slate so that you can quit drinking once and for all. So there's also a mindset workbook that I created in there that's totally free. You can keep it, you can download it, you can print it, and you can use it daily if you want to, but you will love this mindset masterclass. The next one is September 20th at 7 p.m. You can sign up right now at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. I'll see you there. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. 
I am so thrilled to invite you to my free mindset masterclass where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.